Coming up next on the Holistic Wealth Podcast. Several news outlets have been reporting a major uptick in online fraudulent scams involving money. And as we head into the holiday season, it's so important for us to be mindful about this. And it's so important for us to keep in mind that they're increasing in particular around the holiday season and that our teens are also being targeted. If you fall victim to a scam, no, it can be scary, but taking swift action is crucial. You're listening to the Holistic Wealth Podcast with host Keisha Blair, author of Holistic Wealth and founder of the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And now here's your host, Keisha Blair. Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast, and I'm your host, Keisha Blair. And today we have another solo episode of the Holistic Wealth Podcast, and it's such an important topic about online scams and fraudulent behavior and how we can protect ourselves and our families, in particular our teens, who are being targeted nowadays by these online scams. And it's so unfortunate, the world we're living in and what we have to be dealing with as parents, but... I thought I would use this opportunity this week to highlight and to offer up some tips and strategies so you can protect your families as well as your teens online. And so this episode of the Holistic Wealth Podcast is sponsored by the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And the Institute offers a range of resources as well as courses to help you on your journey towards holistic wealth and You can check out the website at www.instituteonholisticwealth.com and so many relevant courses and resources are there to help you on your journey as we all navigate this complex world full of different things happening. So it's unbelievable what's happening online on social media with both Instagram and Snapchat mostly, and it's been in the news In the Wall Street Journal recently, as well as in CBC, several news outlets have been reporting major, a major uptick in online fraudulent scams involving money. And as we head into the holiday season, it's so important for us to be mindful about this. And it's so important for us to keep in mind that they're increasing in particular around the holiday season and that our teens are also being targeted in a huge, huge way. And so I want you to be aware. I want you to be able to recognize the signs and most importantly, have open communication with your team. Allow your team to be able to come to you to discuss these things because sometimes and oftentimes they feel bad about getting scammed. And so they seek to hide it from parents. In North America, The situation has gotten worse and worse and worse over time. And this year it has increased substantially. And not only in terms of just financial fraud and money fraud online, but they're targeting teens in particular ways that are so harmful. We're hearing about an uptick in suicide. Teen boys in particular, once upon a time, it was teen girls and mostly teen girls and women who were targeted Now it's teen boys and even sextortion scammers requesting that teen boys share nude photos with them that they often use to blackmail. So in the Wall Street Journal earlier this week, it was reported that there's an uptick in fraudulent activities and scammers reaching out to teen boys on Snapchat 
and on Instagram to share nude photos of themselves. And so the scammers pose as teenage girls and how they trap the boys is they basically send them a nude photo posing as a teenage girl and they solicit from the boys images of themselves. And once they get those images, they then proceed to blackmail the teen boys and, you know, they threaten them to share those photos with family and friends and everyone online. And they tell them to transfer huge sums of money so that they don't share the images. So as you can imagine, it's gotten far worse than a lot of parents could ever imagine And as a parent, I'm speaking and I'm in shock at all of these things happening because normally who's behind it? Not teenage girls, not teenage girls. Men all over the world are starting teens online and they demand money. And often they demand the money be sent by a peer-to-peer payment app. So by Apple Pay, or if your teen has other forms of payment that They use, you know, for instance, Mido, other cards, and sometimes they send them fraudulent checks to deposit. So honestly, it's gotten to a point where many parents are becoming alarmed and we have to protect our teens. We have to protect our families. And in the holiday season, it could be thousands of dollars that are lost to online scammers and to fraudulent activity. And so I want to offer up some tips for parents and teens to protect, protect yourself, protect your family, especially throughout the holiday season and into the the new year. So number one, advise your teens not to befriend anyone on Snapchat or Instagram who they don't know. So if they get a friend request from someone they don't know, be very suspicious and do not accept the friend request. If they're asked or solicited for money, you know, tell them not ever, ever, ever to send money to someone they don't know. The thing is, the fraud units at various banks can pick up fraudulent activity pretty readily and shut down an account. And teens are often not very savvy in terms of these things, in terms of how to pick up fraud, in terms of how to pick up scams. So it's, very, very important that they not accept a friend request, not send personal information by DM, by direct messaging, uh, not to engage in conversations with people they don't know online, and also to report. If they are solicited, report it to the Instagram contact center, report it on Snapchat. These social media platforms have become rife with scammers. And it's important that we all report these cases once we see anything looking fraudulent or suspicious. So in terms of these peer-to-peer payment apps and scams, we have to be very careful as parents to monitor what's going on because very frequently they're asking teens to use these peer-to-peer apps. And normally, sometimes they send you money and they ask you to send the money back. Never, ever send back money to scammers. Instead, contact the peer-to-peer service about the error because criminals normally use stolen funds and it's often fraudulent. So parents listening in, please share this episode 
with as many people as you can, share it with other parents, because these peer-to-peer apps have become a popular way for people to quickly send money to each other. Apps like PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. They make paying friends or splitting bills super easy, but then for the convenience comes a downside. They're popular among young people nowadays, and they've caught the attention of scammers now. So it's honestly very important to know the risks with these digital money transfers because there's a whole lot of risks there. So when I say peer-to-peer payment apps, just to be clear, I'm talking about PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Google Pay, Zelle. All of those have made it easy for people to send and receive money online almost instantly. And so with that comes a downside, right? Because it can mean fake emails, fake text messages, and someone pretending to be someone else, right? That basically contacts your teen or contacts somebody in your family, and then they get caught in a scam. So it's very, very important that we are very savvy about what's going on. Always, you know, check your accounts, always have that open communication with your teens to check theirs and not to get into a situation where they're just transferring money to people. Cause you know, there's a lot of impersonation scams going on. And in these impersonation scams, for instance, they trick you into believing that you're dealing with a trusted entity like your bank or another peer to peer platform. When you're really dealing with a scammer in several cases, some of these scammers are even in other countries like Africa and Nigeria, they're not even under the realm of U.S. legislation, of Canadian legislation. And so sometimes there's no way to track them. So another thing to watch out for is paying for fake products or service purchases. Sometimes scammers will contact you or they'll contact your teen and they'll say, oh, I'll do something for you. I'll draw this or I'll do a portrait. I'll do something. but." I'm going to send you this money you send me back. Once that happens, you know that's a scam, right? In a fake product or service purchase scam, often fraudsters pose, they pose as legitimate sellers. They'll showcase appealing products or services. And once you're convinced, they'll request payment via a peer-to-peer app. After you transfer the money, sometimes they vanish, leaving you without the item or service you paid for. And if this happens, reach out to your peer-to-peer advisor and your bank if it's linked to your banking service. So a lot of times banks will request that whether you or your teen provide information about the scammers, their whereabouts, their contact information, exactly what they said. And it's very, very important that you know you provide your bank with all the information you possibly can. So they can track these scammers down to make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else again. Again, in terms of physical access to your teen's phone, to their banking information, it's critical that we educate our teens on the limitations they have with physical access. So oftentimes a friend will come to your teen or somebody else saying, can I borrow your phone? I just make, I need to make a quick phone call, right? And then instead of calling, they quickly access your app, you know, transfer the money to their account. And in moments, that's a scam right there using physical access. So 
it's important to educate our teens on being cautious when lending their phone to someone else. If they're using their debit cards or they're using other payment apps, don't let anyone see banking information, payment information. Always hide that information. I think with more open payment platforms coming on stream and more peer-to-peer payment apps coming on stream, it's so important that we educate our teens on what's acceptable and what's unacceptable in terms of giving access to information and giving access to their phones. Because it could be the beginning of a spiral. And the rate of fraud, I remember speaking to my local bank branch. The branch manager said to me, listen, the rate of fraud has gone so high that even in just this one branch alone, we're seeing 16 cases of scams every single day. And once upon a time, that was not the case. So be cautious when lending your phone to someone in today's digital world. It can be akin to handing over your wallet especially if you don't have the proper security features turned on on your phone. And I want to advise parents when we talk about security features on your teen's phone, that's often very important. I know that, you know, a lot of parents want to maintain a certain level of privacy for your teens. But right now in this digital world, it's a combination of security, educating them, limiting access to certain things so that we know how to avoid these scams, right? So if you or your teen does not know the recipient who's sending you money via a peer-to-peer lending app, do not accept it. Just do not accept money from anyone you don't know. Do not accept money from strangers. Do not deposit anything from strangers. So never, ever accept or send peer-to-peer payments from people you don't know. Make sure you trust the other person in the transaction. Double-check all details. We know mistakes will happen, but with money, even small mistakes can be costly. So before hitting the send button, double-check all details. This includes the recipient's name, their email, their phone number, or any other identifier. A single wrong digit could mean sending money to the wrong person. We also need to stay updated with the latest security features. So scammers always look for easy targets. Regularly update your peer-to-peer payment apps. Modern apps come with data encryption and other fancy security measures, right? That act like a shield that helps to keep your money safe from fraudsters. Another thing is two-step authentication. I think for our teens, I think that needs to be the case two-step authentication and limiting how much they can transfer each day from the account or from the app. If anything happens and you're suspicious, take immediate action. So always take immediate action. Don't wait. The longer you wait could make it more serious and could be detrimental. So if something feels off, trust your gut, trust your gut. And if you spot any suspicious activity, or get an odd request, notify the platform you're on, whether it's Instagram, Snapchat, whether it's the peer-to-peer lending app itself, and even your bank. Always, always inform them right away because it's always better to be safe than sorry, right? Keep your information safe during customer service interaction. So if you're talking to customer service on the phone, 
especially if they've called you, be careful, right? I've had so many incidents where, and it's scams, where people call me and they're like, hi, I'm calling you from Canada Revenue Agency. Hi, someone has stolen your social insurance number or hi, someone has done this or hi. You've, and all the time, right? You know, it's a scam. So if you're talking to someone on the phone, especially if they've called you, be careful. Scammers can pretend to be customer service reps to steal your information. So never provide sensitive details like your password over the phone and always use the official phone numbers that you find on the peer-to-peer vendor's site. That's if you're calling them, right? Always use the official phone numbers. Enable alerts and use multi-factor authentication. Like enabling alerts and multi-factor authentication adds an extra layer of security to your peer-to-peer accounts. And of course, when it comes on to our teens, that's also very important. So with alerts, you get an instant notification each time you make a transaction so you can spot suspicious activity as soon as it happens. So a lot of our banks also have apps that we can sign up for and you can see when a transaction occurs. The notification just pops upon the screen of your phone instantly. That's also very helpful because then you can track and you can see if something's kind of fishy. When the transaction pops up, if this is not something that you did, then you can know to alert your bank instantly. And with multi-factor authentication, even if a scammer gets your password, they'd still need a second form of verification, like a code, you know, normally sent via text message to access your money. So think of it as like a double lock system. One key might get lost, but the odds of losing both are much lower. When you're browsing online, and this goes for the holiday season as well, especially on public networks. I mean, we all love free Wi-Fi, but if you're using a peer-to-peer app on public Wi-Fi or mobile hotspots, be extra careful. These networks can often look you know, lack good security, making it easier for hackers to steal your information. So if you're accessing P2P platforms via their mobile apps, it's typically more secure than accessing your account via their website. So if you're in public, it's even smarter to toggle off the Wi-Fi and use your phone's data to send a payment, then turn it back on once you're finished. Right. So that's also very important. So let's look at what to do if you fall victim. If you fall victim to a scam, know that this happens all the time. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel like you should have known better and just deal with it right away. It can be scary, but taking swift action is crucial. Number one, notify the platform about the unauthorized transaction. If you feel like you're being bullied online, if you feel like they're bullying you to give financial information or to transfer money, always notify the platform you're on. They might even be able to reverse it if it's caught early enough. So that's the importance of doing it early. Inform your bank right away about the unauthorized transaction, especially if your bank account card is linked to the peer-to-peer app. So if your bank account is linked to the peer-to-peer app in any way, you need to inform your bank right away. Number three, immediately update your passwords. So change your passwords for your peer-to-peer apps and any associated bank accounts. Immediately change the password and update it. Number four, activate your multi-factor authentication on your accounts if you haven't already. 
Number five, report the fraud to the relevant authorities. If it's involving your children or teens, there's often ways of involving necessary child authorities involved as well, depending on where you're located, whether you're in Canada, United States, Europe, the Caribbean, depending on where you are, it's also very important to update and to notify the relevant authorities. We're in a world now where teens are being targeted online on all these Instagram, Snapchat, all these social media platforms. So it's very, very important as parents for us to be aware because it's not only money, it's their mental health, it's their physical well-being that could be in jeopardy as well as there's kidnapping going on, there's cyberbullying going on. And we've heard based on these money scams that some teens are actually taking their lives, committing suicide. So this is very important. And that's why, you know, when I talk about holistic wealth and especially on this podcast, anything that involves money and the loss of money has the ability to affect our whole well-being, right? Not just financially, but mentally, emotionally, and also physically. In these cases of extortion, there's cases where we know of kidnapping. Number six, keep all records related to the scam. Don't just delete. After you've informed the bank and you've given them everything and the relevant authorities, then it's okay to delete, but not before. Keep everything. The bank will want contact information, email addresses. They'll want every detail of the transaction so they can report it to their fraud unit. So keep those there until you have fully and completely reported everything. Number seven, monitor your bank accounts closely and any peer-to-peer payment apps for any suspicious activity over the next few weeks. And over the next few weeks, after you've been involved, let's say after you've been scammed, try as best as possible to minimize transactions on the account. The account might be flagged by your bank. And so it's important to also minimize so that they can do their investigation and nothing else happens in that time. So number seven, I'm going to repeat again, monitor your accounts closely for any suspicious activity over the holidays and over the next few weeks. So we know it's going to ramp up over the holidays. And there's so many people talking about gift guides and buying this and stocking stuffers and Christmas and New Year's and Thanksgiving, but not enough attention is being placed on this. And our teens could be in jeopardy because social media, again, is rife with scammers. They're joining social media, making up fake accounts just to scam our teens. So I want everyone over the holiday season to be aware to be on the lookout, to be reporting if any suspicious activity happens. And again, we have to be very careful over the holidays because a lot of us are doing online transactions. A lot of us are being solicited online as well. So I hope you have a great week, everyone. Enjoy the week. Going into the Black Friday sales coming up, be very, very careful. A lot of this is going to ramp up through Black Friday sales as well. Just be very careful. And no matter where you are in the world, because we have listeners in over 30 countries across the world, from Belgium to Switzerland to New Zealand to Australia, the UK, Canada, United States, Africa, and in the Caribbean, beware of these scams no matter where you are in the world. Monitor your accounts. Please, please talk with your teens. Have that holiday conversation with your teens as they also go out and you know do their Christmas shopping. 
and let's all be safe this holiday season. If there's a particular theme or topic in this area that you want me to address again on the podcast, I'll be happy to do so. Just contact me. And again, everyone be safe. If you have not gotten a copy of the new Holistic Wealth Expanded and Updated book, please do get your copy online. Last week's episode, I did mention that it just won Best Book of 2023 in the self-help motivational category in the American Book Fest Awards. I'm so grateful again for the support. For those of you who are considering Christmas gifts, put it on your list, whether it's a stocking stuffer as a gift for a friend. I think going into the new year, we all need to embrace holistic wealth. We also need to embrace that philosophy and go throughout our lives thinking about it in our everyday lives. So once again, everyone, lots of love. Have a great week. And remember to share this episode so other parents can protect their families and their teens. Love you all. Bye. The Holistic Wealth Podcast with Keisha Blair is brought to you by. Have you joined the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Choose your membership plan at the Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. As a member, you'll get access to free worksheets, advice, coaching, and an intentional design workshop. As you start to live a more holistically wealthy lifestyle, you'll want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning best-selling Holistic Wealth 36 Life Lessons to help you recover from disruption, find your life purpose, and achieve financial freedom. 